Warning, this podcast is about to open the sealed section of spirituality. Hey you, yeah you, we see you, you divine human being. And we are calling you to come home. We are ready to talk about the real shit. We're going to get real about life as a divine human being. The good, the not so great, spirituality and taboo. Divinely Human is the podcast that's all about what it means to be human in a spiritual context. We know it's not just about being spiritual, it's about being human too. And that means changing poopy nappies and channeling angels. Sometimes even at the same time. It's time for us to stop making other people's noise our own soundtrack of life. Let's make some waves together so that we can all ride them together and create deep resonance, a sense of home in this crazy world. Pour yourself a coffee or a glass of wine if that's your potion. And sit down with your new favorite spiritual sisters as we go on a journey together into what it means to be a divine human being on this spiritual journey. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Divinely Human podcast. I am Alicia. And I am Tanita. We are so excited. So excited to be here today recording. We are going to be getting into a lot of things I feel today. (laughs) I feel it too. So as always, we will be drawing our first topic that we'll be starting with from today. It's my scrying bowl. (laughs) I love that. These are all things that we've had come through our um, platforms, recommendations of what people want us to be speaking about. So we will be drawing from that today. I'm so excited. Me too. I'm so curious to see what comes through. Honestly, it's like pulling a card by pulling these topics sometimes I always find that it's so divinely aligned so I'm really curious to see what comes through yeah let's do it here we go that's the one duck all right so today's topic is (laughs) 3 a.m chats with angels (laughs) honestly this is great because let me tell you I have been having some strict words with my angels lately (laughs) leave me the hell alone I need to sleep right now so this is hilarious oh you know what um my connection with angels and archangels is only something that has recently come through for me the past few months oh my goodness I love that surprise as well so like it's just something that I wasn't expecting um I'm curious to hear how did it start then because okay let's realistically not everybody does have a relationship with their angels or with the archangels so I reckon hearing a little bit about your starting like with the relationship would help so many people it's really interesting because I think I've always held like this subconscious bias surrounding connection with archangels. Um, I've kind of always pushed it away and even hearing about in like in the past, hearing about people speak about archangels, I've been like, yeah, 
Like I just can't take it seriously because what I've realized is that I've always attached it to a religious bias. Mm. Growing up, I didn't grow up in a religious family. Both my parents are very atheist and in a way, I guess at times, like not belittle, I guess I made fun of, Mm. you know, organized religion. And I've always been like really hesitant to buy into the whole, like even the fact that they're contactable or that they even exist because I've always thought that it was just some magical fairy tale, which sounds hilarious because I literally have dialogue with intergalactic. <laughs> but angels, no way. <laughs> it's like, no, Alicia, they, that's just stupid. Like they do not. So I've always pushed it away and I've never trusted and really, really funny how it came through I a few months ago so uh, as you know and whoever listening probably doesn't know but I went through the spiral a few months ago it's like a nine-week journey of unlocking each energy center and removing certain emotions that you hold that um, I guess block you from expressing yourself and really stepping into yourself so it was really interesting we were on the um the crown mm. we got up to the crown so like I've been doing this for like seven eight weeks or whatever got to the crown and I had this session at midday and I had ducked out that morning to drop my son at daycare to drop my older son at school and I ducked into the shops and I completely forgot that I had the session <laughs> I was walking down the aisle And all of a sudden, it's like I felt something like just whisper in my ear, like, you have to be back home at 12. And I was like, oh, shit. Did we voice memo that day? Because I distinctly remember you being like, oh, my God, (laughs) I have to be home at 12. I forgot I had something and like running home. Yes, yes, we did. I remember that. (laughs) And like ran home and I've never I've always known that other people say this, but I've never said it ever myself. But on the way home, I was like, oh, thank you, angels. And like just kind of joking around about it. But I was just like, oh, thanks, angels, like to myself on the way home. And I also messaged um, the woman who I was doing the spiral with. And I said, I sent a voice note and I said to her, like, oh, I've completely forgot about it. I'm just on my way home now. Like, I just remembered. Thank you, angels. And then I cracked up and I was like, wow, I've never said that before. Anyway, I got home. We did the session and it was this point in the session where I was in the middle of, like, clearing my crown. And, like, I just felt like with my and my eyes were completely closed and it was actually raining that day as well. So it was like really dark and dreary outside. And I felt like this warmth, like the sun was coming through the window. And that's what I thought it was because like the window is like directly over here. I was sitting where I am right now. I felt the whole side of my face heat up like the sun was shining through and this gold light come through. And I was just like, whoa, the sun's out. Yay. <laughs> and then after a little while, after I felt like my crown had cleared, like 
I would kind of like peeked out the side of my eye to see if the sun was out. And there was no sun. It was just like this golden light beaming. And I just felt in that moment so loved, Mm. watered. And the way that I explained it is that it was like I never thought that there could be a love stronger than a mother's love. But that is the only time in my life where I felt a love beyond those boundaries of what a mother's love could be like to the point where I felt like I was going to just burst into a thousand pieces and just float off into the, you know so once I had like been in that little experience and opened my eyes back up and I was um she was like oh you know do you feel like it's cleared how do you feel I said yeah I feel really good and then she said out of nowhere I really felt like there was an angel in the room with us just then because I just felt so calm and at peace and we'd never discussed angels before. Mm. So the fact that she said that I had that experience and then I had that thing happen coming home where I was just joking about it and saying, thanks angels. Mm. The fact that I never trusted, it was just such a confirmation for me Mm. that it had unlocked that connection and it was only once because with the crown as well something that came up for me was trust mm-hmm. that was emotion that I had to clear so in clearing that trust it also cleared all of that subconscious like bias surrounding you know my like how I trust like that connection and even if it's you know I always felt like it wasn't real for me. And then all of a sudden clearing that emotion out, I felt like I had this huge bucket of trust and they came through and it was just so beautiful. And ever since then I've, I've been able to call them in when I need, when I need support or help or guidance or just to feel the warmth. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so beautiful. I love that. You had me crying at one point with that story because I just, I remember that feeling so distinctly and it makes a lot of sense just even from what you've shared just then, like why you had a lack of trust sitting in your crown. I mean, passed down from your parents, but I love that it just happened when it was meant to happen and I think that is like what connection's all about it's about trusting that it's going to happen in divine timing for you at the perfect moment for you and that there's no need to push and shove to have this connection with angels because it's something that you you don't have to reach for it's something Mm. that you don't have to train for It's something that just naturally evolves the second you allow it to, right? Like the minute you said, thanks, angels, jokingly, that was your subconscious mind and your body saying, okay, we're ready to release this. We're ready to open up. And whether you knew that consciously at that moment or not, then what happened was your angels are like, I could see them like sitting on the sidelines, like ready to jump in. They're like, yes, we, we got her. Like we get to go connect with her. And it happens so ever like effortlessly after that. And I love that so much because 
I think for a lot of people who start out their spiritual journey, it feels sometimes like we have to strive and push and train for a connection, not just with angels, with our spirit guides, with channeling, with all of these different things. But I had a very similar experience to you where it just happened. And I, it was the minute I let my guard down. It was the minute that I just said, okay, I'm ready for this. It was very similar, but it's also interesting because I had, I had a very similar outlook to you, but from a different perspective, because I grew up in a Christian environment. I went to a Christian school. So angels, they were, they were around me a lot of the time, but they, because I didn't resonate with the Christian religion and I didn't want to conform to it, angels were attached to that. So when I felt like I wanted to connect to them, I, I almost felt like I was stepping back into the religion and I had to kind of unweave all of that And now it's really beautiful because I absolutely love learning about Christianity and I love learning about all different religions, but there's no sense of like, there's no bind there anymore. There's no shackles connecting me. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's almost like you are so in touch with the stories and which are I think hold a lot of truth a lot there are there's a lot of truth in some of the stories there I think it's just been twisted over time and create and like really um almost like I want to say romanticized but I know there's a better word but like really like into this huge thing like even the fact that you know Jesus was supposed to be you know someone who could change water into wine like I don't I think that the basis of the story is correct I think that he was an energy healer Mm. like just like we are who walked around and healed people's ailments and I believe that he was somebody who taught others as well how to utilize energy he was very much not living in the 3d Mm. I think that that made people in power feel scared so they made up all of these stories like he did that and he did that and he's like this magical you know being that could has so much power so we need to kill him so yeah I think that it's so true and like my connection with angels recently has taught me a really similar lesson and it's that you there's truth in a lot of things that you feel resentment or (laughs) friction with in your life there's a truth in that that needs to be unlocked you don't need to live it you don't need to like make it your whole world but there's a little truth in there always that needs to be explored and you will find that it's actually like one aspect of it is supposed to be in your life Mm. part of your world Yeah, I'm laughing so hard because I literally just said this to somebody very close to me like yesterday. They were judging so hard on this particular type of person. And I said, don't look too closely because you might see yourself in that reflection. And they were like, what do you mean? And I was like, well, my experience has been every time I am pissed off with a type of person, pissed off with an identity, 
you know, or something has struck me that I cannot let go of. If I look hard enough, there's actually something there that I need to explore and actually like work through. And this person was like, I don't want to talk to you anymore. Like, let's just stop this. (laughs) But it's true. Right. And I was that kid in Bible study class, you know, saying all of those same arguments that you just said. And I was constantly had my back up about the teachings that we were getting taught, the way that we were getting taught, all of these different things, the language that they were using, it used to grind my gears. And now that's become such a focal point of everything that I do, the language that I use, the way that I share information, you know, the the content that I'm sharing as well. And I think that it's important to see past just what the ego wants to see and really look deeper into, okay, well, you know, maybe even broaden, how can I take this whole experience and actually use it to better my life? Everything is happening for a reason. And something that angels have told, like taught me is, is that as well. It's this ability to connect with the deeper lessons, not just the surface level, like the, the instant kind of things that we interact with. There's so much more, you know, so much more to everything. Like, yeah, the surface level triggers that we think are like the be all and end all instead of just like being focused on like what's triggering us or like what's like, "Mm." it's like it invites you in to see the deeper like rooted thing that maybe needs to be loosened up or shifted or embodied and embraced, which is interesting as well because (laughs) when I first met you, when I first met you and your um like you just popped up on Instagram and um I saw that you were doing like the Akashic record training and all of that and like I picked up on your personality straight away and immediately I was triggered because I was like nobody is this nice (laughs) (laughs) nobody is this nice and calm all the time I'm triggered like <laughs> that is so funny I love that for some reason I ended up diving in and, and doing the Akashic training with you and then coming out of that actually feeling like oh, that's why I was supposed to do that because it really unlocked so much for me and also taught me like through who you are as a person as well that you don't have to be anything other than like there's no rules of who you have to be like you you can be you know you can show up and be who you want to be without feeling like you have to play a part in this spiritual community and I think as well something else that I was like I realized that I've learned from you know diving into my triggers and doing that course and being in your energy as well is that I don't have to, like, I I can be neutral because I I find you to be like a very neutral person. Mm, You And you have that ability to really just see things without getting in in the mess of it. And I really, I think that that is a huge gateway to that, you know, 
popping out of that 3D mentality and into a, like a higher density of mindset. Being able to be neutral and remain neutral. I think it's a huge thing that I learned through you. And yeah, it's just a huge um, example of like diving into your triggers and exploring them because you end up learning a really valuable lesson through it. Yeah. Thank you for that reflection. That means a lot because truth be told, you know, I'm not always as calm, but when I'm in a space of feeling grounded and I am not attached to my triggers, I do come across as very calm. And that's just because I am not attaching my worth, I'm not attaching my identity. I'm not attaching anything that means anything to me about the things that are triggering it doesn't mean that certain things don't cut me deep it just means that I know who I am right now and I know that it's triggering a part of me that just isn't online anymore and it doesn't need to be and that doesn't take away from like the pain doesn't take away from like the hurt of the past it just means that I'm able to look at things from a different perspective so I love that and um and I think it's important because we're so used to connecting with everything that's right here and right now. We're trained to like, look at social media. We go to our phone, we jump on the first thing there. Like we're always in this reactionary state and you really have to teach yourself to like step back and like, what would happen if I just sat here and didn't have to react? And I wasn't in like fight or flight mode just for one second, what would drop through? What would happen then? And a lot of the time, it's your angels. It's a higher connection to source. It is. It's it's a deeper sense of what you already know to be true, but you can just see it clearly. You can hear it more clearly and you can taste it differently. And so I love, and oh, and you know, it's so interesting because they're like, this is why we come through at 3 a.m. in the morning because there's nothing to react to, right? You don't have your to-do list, right? You're not like running off sometimes children wake up at 3am we have to react to that but a lot of the time we get connection with spirit in those early hours of the morning because we don't have anything to react to right so it's funny yeah Yeah, I had someone ask me that the other day they were like I feel like I'm being visited like in the middle of the night you are (laughs) you're asleep you're unconscious your nervous system is actually relaxed probably for the first time in that day and you're you're open because you're dreaming you're open like your channel is most open when you're asleep and you're dreaming and you're able to slip into that state so yes it seems very scary that you're often visited in the middle of the night but it's not like if you were in that um unconscious state in the middle of the day you would also be visited then (laughs) it's it's not them trying to be scary or mysterious (laughs) It's just when your channel is open. And, you know, I have a funny story about this because I was getting visited a lot, like a lot, a lot, a lot during the night. And I asked my guides, I said, how am I meant to get any sleep? How am I meant to do anything if I'm constantly being woken up in the middle of the night? Like I need to set boundaries here. And they were like, well, are you creating any time during the day for these past spirits to come through? And I was like, well, no, I'm busy. They're like, well, duh, like they're going to come and visit you where they need to then. And it was so cool because literally the next day 
I sat down and this is when I was training myself like in a medium way, long story short, but I sat down, I opened up and within minutes I received like very specific information that I had to later get confirmed and it was all spot on, but it was interesting because all I had to do was literally create the time and space. I had been worrying during the day, like questioning whether I could do this or not, questioning why they were coming during the night, why couldn't I connect with them during the day. But when I dropped down, I created that space, I opened up, it was like instant. It was so quick and easy. And I always say this to anybody who asks, like, create the space during the day, but don't create it in chaos. Like, you have to calm your nervous system. Like you said, Alicia, you have to create space within you as well as without. Yeah. Trust me, it will be so easy. Yeah. And a safe space too. Mm. Safety is, and, you know, it's, when we refer to safety in a spiritual sense, it is like the ability to just let your walls down. So yes, if you're a mum like us, you're not necessarily going to feel safe at, you know, five o'clock in the, up, in, the, in the evening with your children running around outside. Like you need to create that safety because you're not going to be able to relax and just allow that channel to open up because you're too busy thinking about like, oh, someone, is my child going to bust through the door? Or like, what's going to happen? Is someone going to need me? Do I need to do something for someone else? You know, you don't have that safe space. So I think that it's really important to kind of put that pressure down in a way if you are a mom or someone who has a lot of responsibilities likewise. So that you can create that space and it doesn't have to be an everyday thing either I feel like people think and when I first sort of had when I first had my um so I believe I had two spiritual awakenings so my first spiritual awakening I sort of came into this thinking like oh I need to you know need to practice this every single day (laughs) And it's not the case. It's so unattainable. And I feel like we're so hard on ourselves at first about that. We're like, oh, I'm not going to keep opening up if I don't create that space every day. But a lot of the time we're opening up and we are exploring parts of um, our expansion in everyday things. Like (laughs) appearances and interactions. It's not just when you sit down and okay, I'm open and I'm safe, I'm ready to receive. It's like interactions and situations in everyday life. And I feel like we need to stop romanticizing the whole like light all the candles. <laughs> Draw a <right> circle. <laughs> circle of salt, you know, like <laughs> can we stop with that shit and just all acknowledge that it's everyday interactions that allow us to expand and grow more than anything. Oh my God. Yes. You were speaking to me so deep right now because, okay, like, what are we here to do? We are here to integrate people. Like we are here to integrate being a human and being a spiritual soul. Mm. And that doesn't mean stepping out of one and into the other it happens as this dance but some I have been so hard on myself these past 
this past year, honestly, I can't believe it's almost June tomorrow. But anyway, um, <laughs> this past year, this past six months, because I I haven't been connecting with my Akashic records as much in the sense in the way that I teach it, right? Like sitting down, channeling, saying the prayer, doing all the things. And I was questioning why I feel so bad, why I feel so out of touch with talking about them now. And it's truly just because I've integrated them on a deeper level where I don't have to spend 20 minutes grounding, 10 minutes, you know, connecting, and then a minute saying the prayer and opening up and then receiving and doing all of these things, it's now just dropping through seamlessly because I have done the work. And sometimes at your journey and at different parts in your chapters, you will have to spend a little bit of time and a little bit of effort creating that space in the physical world, sitting down, doing the work. But then don't feel bad if you still feel that connection and you don't have to do the work. Like we are here to integrate. We're here to become one with our ability to open up to the divine. We're here to, you know, integrate our ability to connect and let it breathe through our human experience, not let it be separate. So if anybody is feeling like that push and shove to sit down and meditate every damn morning and say a prayer to open the records, I would encourage you to explore that without the work, like without the push and shove and just see what happens when you let it live through you seamlessly. Because trust me when I say you will feel a whole different level of embodiment that could ever come from just you know, doing it by yourself. We're here to share. We're here to experience with one another. And I think that's really exciting. I I really love to look at it like really similar to like muscle memory. Yeah. And I, I, I'm, I'm the same. I don't, I rarely say the, you know, the prayer to open my records. I only really do it if I'm doing readings for other people now. Um, but even so, even before I like open their records with the prayer, because they obviously booked the reading in, they've given me permission. Yeah. And before I even say sometimes I'm like, why am I even doing this? Because I feel like yeah. dropping in and I'm like, yeah. oh, anyway, fuck it. I'll just say it. We're <laughs> <laughs> here. Because it is, it's it's um it's a memory and our just like our muscles remember certain movements, our spiritual connection, our channel remembers how to open and it gets every single time it gets better and more fluid and efficient. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the time, actually the majority of my guidance that comes through just for me is dropping down through my records. I feel like I, I now walk around with, my open all the time hanging over my head like just dropping through because it is a it's like a muscle memory it just keeps dropping down and it doesn't have to be this sacred extreme ritual anymore you know but you know obviously the first few months or like it's been a while now like but I felt like I really did need to set myself up and set the environment up and say say the the opening prayer and 
align that frequency but now it's just a, a like a, a memory thing and it just happens organically and people I know people feel so stressed about the fact that they need to have this perfect <laughs> single time they want guidance and it, it doesn't have to be that like it's yeah. very simple like a lot of the time like most of my guidance drops down when I'm going from like point A to point B doing something for the kids and I'm like oh okay all right oh thanks <laughs> I asked for that about a week ago but thanks for trying. <laughs> you know like it's so it doesn't have to be stressful <laughs> mm. I feel like that comes so naturally to us because we do have this underlying, well, I have an underlying, you have an overlying rebellious spirit and that's okay. <laughs> but like, I just think that comes naturally to us because we are, we are constantly, you and I are challenging the way that we've always done things. And we're always one to be like, do we have to do this perfectly and so I get it like I really do I've really tried to move out of that perfectionism like innate kind of thing that wants to live inside of me but I get that people want to do it the right way and people want to I don't know, like honor the ritual and honor the process and make sure that they're doing it the right way. But I want to remind you like why you're doing these things. It's not to be a good girl or to do things the right way or get, you know, an A. It's to have a deeper connection with spirit. It's to open yourself up. It's to like, you know, do all of these different things. So I would encourage you to look at why are you even wanting to connect in the first place? Is it so that you can get a badge of recognition and an applaud from everybody else? Because if that's why you're doing it, you can do many other things that do that, right? You're never going to find that connection. You're always going to feel like. Yeah. And yeah, it's all to do with the intention. And I feel like spiritual seeking is it's an addiction it can be an addiction it's like it's like doing with another intention in your mind um but in a way you're still sort of like playing that game of like doing it for validation yeah it becomes obsessive um and it's only like in those moments where you're just doing something because you're literally just doing it not because like you're doing it because you think it's this or you think it's that, you know, you know, not like, oh, am I powerful? Like, am I really powerful and connected right now? Oh, I'm so powerful and connected now. You know, it's not that. It's really important to ask yourself why you are doing the things that you are doing. Are you doing it for validation? Mm-hmm. Are you doing it because it is what you see other people doing are you doing it because you heard someone speaking about that's the right way you know um all of that stuff takes away from the magic oh yeah it does um and the magic only happens really when you take away the pressure and the shoulds and the rules and I feel like, yeah, I'm so rebellious when it comes to that. I just want to like, oh, I just want to like rip shit up. 
I remember I remember like in all of the group chats we'd have like people were saying like what if I miss a word in the prayer and it comes from such a beautiful place and you were always first to be like fuck the prayer <laughs> like you know like not like that but you know what I mean and it was like you like don't even worry like it's so okay because it's it is it's all about that intention and if we circle back to angels it's the same thing like chatting with angels at 3 a.m happens because we're not pushing and shoving for validation for recognition we're not you know searching for anything other than like oh okay this is happening right now like okay I hear you I'm here for it and and I love that because god it is just when you recognize that and this is going to be something for a lot of people hearing this are going to feel very called out right now and I just want to send you a big hug because I've been there and I get it and we love you so much and we're not judging you at all but this is just a deeper call into your personal connection nobody else's but your own when you do connect without any expectation of validation or recognition or some type of badge of honor it feels so much more wholesome and healing and authentic and trust me when I say that cannot be replicated like you can't sell that to somebody else no you can't yeah and like to some degree yeah we all want to do more we do um because we want to help people right like where if you are in this space if you're listening to this you probably you want to help people and it's okay to want to do more it's okay to want to do the things um but there's also a part of us that says sometimes I want to do more because I'm not good enough and I need to validate that I am to myself yeah that is that is where like the the thing lies that I just want to like cut and chuck in the bin. Call in Archangel Michael for that. He'll help you. (laughs) Um, So I think as well, like a huge, huge inquisition that we should be asking ourselves before we do anything is like, how can you create a space that allows you to reconnect to your why? Mm without the validation, without the self-confidence or the need to to be anything other than who you are. Like what is the why behind showing up and doing any sort of spiritual practice? It's huge. It is. And you know what? I'm going through this currently. I've, I've really, the past couple of months, have been exploring who am I if I don't put this label of spiritual on? Who would I be? And it's interesting because it has been triggering as fuck. Like my story is I didn't know who I was. I was like, I always felt like a shell of a human. And then I found spirituality. I stepped into an identity, felt really safe, really seen, really validated. You know, all of these parts of me were like, 
held by everybody around me. And now I'm like sitting in this space of what happens if I let that go and don't let that be my safety blanket? What happens then? One, it's really fucking uncomfortable. I can tell you that right now. But two, it allows me to feel into my own sense of worth without any attachment or mirrors from anybody else but myself and letting the identity of I want to be this spiritual person or you know I'm this spiritual teacher go has really actually allowed me to step into my own practice on a deeper level and it's really fun to play with and that doesn't mean that I'm not a spiritual person. I'm just trying to explore who I am outside of that. And so I feel like if you are listening to this and you do have that part of you within you, the mechanics that say, I need to be validated in this because it's my safety blanket. I just want to say, I see you and I hear you and I understand what that feels like. But trust me when I say you don't have to be seen by somebody else for that to be a part of you right? Like you don't have to be validated as a channel. You don't have to be validated as a healer to be a healer and to be a channel. See what that feels like when you step outside of being validated by other people. And it's a really interesting place to to be in and play in. But again, if you are dealing with deep trauma in those areas I would encourage you to get a coach or somebody who has some sort of awareness and understanding as to what you're going through because stepping outside of that and back into an unknown identity can be really really scary and it is but Mm. it's all part of the journey I reckon (laughs) it's so hard to lose yourself in this space Mm. really it's like there have been so many times where I felt like I've lost myself in this space and I've kind of had to like pull back and go, no, you have an identity outside of this. You have multiple identities that make up who you are. This is not just who you are. <laughs> so calm the fuck down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think that there is an extent that we can go to where we really start to disassociate from the human experience in this space, but I love that this is getting back to like our root, you know, reason for starting this, this whole podcast. But it's true. We start to disassociate when we go flying through the barrel and into the deep end of spirituality and we don't stop and take a second to reflect on exactly what you said. Like who, who are you if you took this suit off and you hadn't, put it on mm. by you do you like that person do you like her like do you would you hang out with her <laughs> is, she yeah. person? is she an understanding person you know it really makes you think it honestly makes my brain just to, like I think that we should all ask ourselves this <laughs> I think so too. I've been asking myself this for the past couple of months and it it rocks your world. It really, truly does. And the truth is like when I did ask myself that question, now I have to live with the reality that, oh, I'm not living seamlessly. Like I'm showing up online, but I'm not showing up in real life. 
And there was this push and shove mentality of like, I'm 100% in on Instagram and in my programs and in my teachings and in my clients. But then when I step out, it's like, and I take off that identity, I feel worthless. I don't really like who I am. I'm not really living the life that I want to live. So these past couple of months have been really healing that and trying to get some more effortless, like, I don't know, like seamless, continuous flow happening between these two because my worth doesn't need to be attached to any of them, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. And this is like, and this came up in the, the workshop that I did the other day where she was saying, you channel your business through your life mm. and your business is going to be, and, and your spirituality is going to be more enriched the more that you live your life. Mm. And she's like, do you think that like Brianna is sitting there on Canva making up this a little template to post on. No, she's out fucking living her life. <laughs> like she doesn't give a fuck. Yep. She's out living her life and people support her and are inspired by that. Mm. And that's been a huge thing that's come up for me as well the past few months. I love that we're both like living these parallel lives right now. Yeah. <laughs> and I've been triggered to hell and back with this idea that because I sort of came to this, I just noted noticed this pat noticed this pattern mm-hmm. coming through around showing up in my business, showing up online. And then I was like, what am I actually doing outside of this? <laughs> yeah, who, who am I? I'm not doing anything. I'm not doing anything I love to do. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I need to start doing the things that I actually enjoy doing apart from that. Because in doing that, I'm able to show up in such a more multifaceted and wholesome way. Mm. I'm not someone that I don't want to be that person that just sits at home online and in, in my office, like in this world. Like I want to be out in the world as well. And I don't want to show up to make myself feel better about myself either. I want to show up because like it's something that I just really love to do and I'm yeah I'm sorry if this is going to be a little bit hard on some people if you're listening to this and this hits you but there's so many people that show up in this spiritual community and space because it validates them it makes them feel important because they have a gift or they're connected and that's why they keep showing up because it makes them feel like they're moving and there's people around them that aren't yeah and I'm like fuck you've got it all wrong yeah oh yeah if that's if that's why you're showing up if you're if you're showing up to feel better and like to validate yourself because it makes you feel needed or important or like your voice matters you need to remove yourself and go live your life for a little bit because you shouldn't have to show up in a room full of people to feel heard. You should just feel that way by working on yourself in your own shadows, working through the whatever you're holding on to that's making you feel invalidated and not heard. 
you know, or re-establish your environment that you actually live in in the real world. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, it's actually a safety thing to, to just show up in your business, like, or just show up online. And I know that seems counterintuitive because there's a lot more access to you online. But the truth is, it's a safety mechanism because people can't see the whole part of you. So I would ask you, what are you hiding? What don't you want people to see? Go and work on that. Because if you are doing this and I have been there, like I am talking from experience. I showed up online in a spiritual way because nobody else around me could see me that way. I needed to be seen in order to feel like my experiences were real because I honestly felt like I was going crazy at the beginning of my spiritual awakening. Like, and that's totally normal, but we have to stop for a minute and think and ask ourselves, like you said who are we outside of this who like what are we trying to justify or hide by showing up in this one particular way and for me like I think it's so funny we always go through very similar life lessons at the same time and you were saying you know when you ask yourself who am who am I outside of this for me it was why am I wanting to help the people that I'm helping? Well, I want to help them with their life, but what happens when I'm not living my own life? Like, how can I show up authentically and serve them wholeheartedly if I'm not doing the same? And it feels like a big kick up the ass and it feels like, oh, okay, I feel really like seen and heard and it feels really uncomfortable right now. But trust me, if you accept this, things will flow so much better. And that's why we created the three-day discovery bootcamp because we see so many people cookie-cuttering like and copying the same content and we can see through it. We can, let's just be honest. Like you are here to express your creativity, to express your authenticity through social media, through technology and it's meant to come through seamlessly from your life. That's why people want to be in your world, right? Yeah. People know when something's being regurgitated. Everything has a soul signature. And whether or not you consciously are aware of it, you'll find that if you are regurgitating someone else's soul signature through your work, mm-hmm. other people slash energy is not going to respond to it because it's not authentic and energy knows when something isn't aligned or isn't coming from you. Mm-hmm. So it definitely, oh my God, this is like, this could be in a whole other podcast, but if you're not showing up and really expressing your, your soul codes, your soul signature, then people are going to know that and you're not going to be you're not going to be bringing in abundance or growing or people aren't going to resonate because people want that resonance energy wants resonance it thrives in it it grows it multiplies if you're regurgitating something that's not yours or isn't coming from your soul no matter who it is who it is like who that energy is exposed to it's not going to resonate because it's inauthentic. And I, I really, really, I, I need to hammer this in. <laughs> I need to hammer this in. 
to the oh my god yeah it's just it's so important it is all energetics all of it mm. it 100% like there there would be a maths equation for this <laughs> yeah. it's all energy <laughs> yeah it is and look if that makes you uncomfortable i would encourage you to go look in the mirror and say what am i hiding from myself what do I not want to see myself? And this is where the hard work comes in. This is why not everybody is cut out to do this work. But if you've put your hand up and you've signed up to be here, be a leader in this space, to share your gifts and your services with others, you need to be able to ask yourself the hard questions and not let that mean a thing about who you are as well. Does that make sense? Like, don't sit here and answer these questions and be like, well, fuck, you know, I really don't like myself. So I'm not cut out to do this work. I'm just going to like leave it here. Instead, let that empower you. And now you've got some discovery within you and you can actually lead a whole new path with a whole new perspective and energy and let it open up new doors instead of closing them for you. So also watch how you meet the information after you ask yourself these questions, because that in itself is going to tell you so much about the way you're living your life already. And yes, it's hard. Yes, it's uncomfortable. Yes, we'd rather not do it. But the truth is you have put your hand up to be here. You wouldn't be listening to this podcast. You wouldn't be following both of us. You wouldn't be in this space at all if you weren't ready on some capacity to step up and do the work. Like, you know, exactly what Alicia said at the beginning. I said, thank you, angels. That was her subconscious mind and her body saying, hey, we're ready to connect. And look at how effortless and seamless that all happened. It can be the same for you as well. Use her story of connecting with angels as an example for the deeper work that you're ready to do. Surrender. Mm. That's a huge, I hate surrendering. Yeah, I know. I was going to say, fuck surrender. (laughs) But it's true. I feel like that biologically like, yeah, on a biological level where humans are not, we don't come to earth to survive because like in a primal sense, like we're here to survive. And back in the days when we were running around, you know, in the wilderness and we had so many threats around us in our environment, we, if you surrendered, you were dead. Yeah. We still hold those codes within us. So, yeah, it's not easy to surrender and just put down the weapon and just allow yourself to receive. But it is so important and it is such a key to opening up your soul to greater expansion and to really be able to see the the hard lessons that you're here to learn and the conditioning that you've allowed and has happened to you, not always allowed, but it just happens naturally. It allows you to see that. It's like the key to look under the microscope at your whole system and how it works within yourself. So important. Yeah. I think it is. I think it really, really is. And I love this conversation so much. I think it's a beautiful 
beautiful note to leave on. I'm curious. I'd be so curious to hear anybody listening to this. How has this impacted you? Just this conversation. Like we are both totally here to witness you in anything that comes up for you during this episode, because I know, I know that it's going to rub people in a way that maybe they haven't been rubbed before, (laughs) not to sound sexual at all, but anyway. Um, And I, I really appreciate you guys for sticking it out, for listening to this whole conversation, to being here and just being in relationship with yourself, because It shows me that you are ready, truly. If you got through this whole conversation, you're ready. You really are. So we are so grateful for you. We love you so much. Don't forget to submit any topics that you'd love for us to talk about in the show notes. Remember that whoever we pick, if you put your name in the hat, we will be drawing a card for you on the next episode. So make sure you do that. We want to talk about conversations that you would want to talk about as well. So thank you so, so much for listening. Sending you big hugs. Thanks so much, guys.